do you think it's anything to do with a certain religion, do you think? No, it's anything like that. No, it's more to do with a kind of a drug, isn't it? It's a drug. Yeah, well, those that take it want to be ashamed of themselves. there were thousands of empty ecstasy wrappers littering the floor of the 250-foot-long hangar. Drugs, sex, sensation. Some newspapers have called Acid House Music a sinister and evil cult which lures young people into drug-taking. The message is certainly getting across. The organizers kept the location secret until the very last moment, which was the main reason, according to the papers, where there were so few police here and they were unable to act. Drug-crazed kids, some as young as 12, boogied for eight hours yesterday at Britain's biggest ever ecstasy bash. The party took place here, infiltrated by reporters from the Mail and the Sun. There's, there's meant to be a drugs-related craze. What do you know about acid house music? It must affect the brain in some way. Unless it's just the music that does it. it. All knows? them lights flashing don't do you any good either, do it? Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't even go in the uh, pub where them lights are. Oh, no, they drive no. you mad, don't they? Welcome to the 88 Podcast with yours truly, Wayne Anthony. On today's show, we've got two special guests. One of them is Richard from Raindance, and the other one is the artist Steve Perry, a.k.a. Pez. How you doing, boys? Hey, how you doing? How you doing, lads? We're going through funny times at the moment. We're all divided. Yeah, all Zooming. So yeah, and I was going to say, technology is bringing us all together. We've probably yeah. all spoken more now via technology than we do in person these days. Definitely, yeah. You know? yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, it's bringing us together in it in certain ways and separating us in other ways, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, totally. But just going back to the 88 and Acid House days, Richard, yeah? Yep. Uh, going back to before Raindance, because obviously you're famous for the Raindance parties, and Am I, would I be wrong in saying that Raindance are basically the longest-running promoters in London? I mean, uh, it's got to be close between you and Labyrinth, isn't it? Uh, I think the, the difference between um, Joe and us is basically, I think Joe had a, few, a period away. He had a okay. period, like, you know, he's had, so he hasn't been all the way through, but I think yeah. there's basically a Raindance every year since 89. So it's you. It's you. Uh, in terms I mean, of I, London, I, I've I've kept it going since the initial initial crews that were there. Obviously, yeah. Ray Dance was in place when I joined them on the second party, and uh, yeah, run with them. Then Rain Dance split in uh, yeah. Easter. But let's go back. Let's go back a sec, Rich. Um, um, so, what was you doing? So before Rain Dance, yeah, yep. So uh, acid acid has come along. You know, acid. where was you and? Right. What was uh, you doing? Once, once upon a time. <laughs> uh, right. No, I, um, you know, a bit of a, an unusual background um, in the in the mid eighties and whatever. Uh, kind of stepped away from like mainstream. You know, I was a civil servant for the Ministry of Defence, etc. You and New Romantic? Uh, no, I've 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 always been the milk tray man, mate. The milk tray man. Slick <laughs> <laughs> black suits, yeah, yeah. yeah milk tray man, isn't it? always under there. the cover of darkness. That's it. That's it. So yeah, I yeah. So mainstream employment, all right. Then I left that. Was going to go back into um, you know nefarious activities where my family is from, and. Um, 
suddenly met someone you all know, Alan Bowers, who was playing, hey. fo playing football with Alan. Helen. Uh, he, was Helen. he was telling me about all of this stuff that was going on, but I was still involved in a relationship. Uh, so I wasn't really allowed out, you know, I mean, on your Thursday nights down at, um, you know, Camden Palace and Heaven and that sort of stuff. At, you know, so this is about like beginning of 89, late 88, 89. Then that, like, then I let the relationship ended, went back to live with my old man, sold my house, bought a Cobra, uh, running mm -hmm. around with Alan playing football, and then just got on board, brought in a per person that I know, Paul, Paul Black Box, that you know, I went to school oh. with him. Um, before I knew it, I was part of the like the Paul Black Boxes team that we um, we na I named on the E team first of all. Then it became Special K, and then it went to Black point. Box, etc. So we we became we became known, didn't we, as the, the team that are willing to break into warehouses, yeah, and get arrested in the morning if it if it come to that and whatever. And that's uh, how I met you, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, that's it. And we were like obviously kind of rough and ready and user friendly as it were as it became heavier whereas before at the beginning you were using yeah. top end suppliers weren't you and then obviously totally. they couldn't i mean go. i should explain to everyone yeah that basically what rich is talking about here with special k and, and you know the many adaptations that there was yeah. is that when we were breaking into these warehouses and like what richard is saying in the beginning we was using big guys and we was using all the high productions but yeah. once the police started raiding all the warehouses the big boys started dropping out because their equipment was being confiscated. And yep. yeah, they get it back because they can produce uh, receipts to say that, it, you know, it belongs to them. But ultimately, they basically get their equipment taken away. And obviously, this didn't fit with their... <laughs> seem to be part of it anymore, could they? As yeah. Anybody, you know, yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, and so so we, need, we needed, we yeah. needed like a, a, a bunch of lads that had the sound system, that had some lights, that were willing to do anything, that were willing to break into any warehouse and wait for us to get there. It wasn't a case of they were doing their own parties. If we had like a backup venue, we called a lad, said, lads, we got this backup venue. They would go down there, Richard and the boys, Richard, Paul, Stuart, they would go down there. They would break into the building, which for us as promoters, you know, we're all staging these massive parties in these warehouses. We needed someone to do that. And so what Richard is talking about here is that little team of geezers who were up for anything. I mean, they actually supplied the sound system for all the free parties that we did in your Slough Panasonic buildings. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Even the Freedom to Party what, uh, sound oh, yeah. system, you did that too, didn't you? Yep, you know, did. so that's what, so that's actually what Richard's talking about. So yeah. he yeah. is talking about a really important element of the there's growth also, of the There's scene. also other, other elements there, the cat and mouse game, yeah. which I know listeners... Yeah. Need to know as well, which you you both you both know. Is yeah, it? there'd be there'd be the real crew, then it'd be like the fake crew, and yeah. anyone to kind of lead the police off into another warehouse, which was empty. Good point. Yeah, yeah, and we and it's, it's have, a great point. Have somebody like well, you go this way, and you get on your phone saying you're going to this meet point with this generator, and and let them pick that up somehow. And it was just you know, then you'd have the real backup venue or the real real totally. backup venue. And it was totally. and that was, was that's what I think was quite most one of the most enjoyable parts of it was the lead up to it and, and yeah, this amount kind of you know naughtiness that was yeah. that was part part of it. For me anyway, being part of that behind the scenes. No, one hundred percent mate. It was like, right, well no 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 yeah we're going to Harlow. Honestly. Yeah. Harlow. Yeah. And, <laughs> and again again what Pez is talking about right there is that the fact that when it got on top and the the again the big boys had dropped out but again all of the level of the lads that were helping us out like paul and the boys and richard and all those lads 
they were being followed by police and they were a lot of them were under heavy surveillance so in some, sometimes we'd have two or three sound systems you know yeah. and they and then we'd send different people to fake addresses you know with empty vans and it looks like they've got the sound system in it and stuff like that so it was really was a yeah, game there, there was element yeah definitely elements of that way and like what you're saying about like being watched and things like that there yeah. that as may be but there came a bit towards uh when it boiled down to like, like our our lot doing it and whatever it became a smaller world and the authorities were yeah. well on top of it right they could quite easily have stopped Paul from going out and doing anything because they knew where he lived. They could have just pulled him the moment he pulled away from his premises and whatever, right? That didn't suit them at the time because there was definitely another agenda where they wanted to, it was politically expedient to stop it. um, The Acid Hour Squad was set up. Yeah, because we're talking about 1989 at this point, aren't we? Yeah, at the end of 89 through to 90, the Acid Hour Squad was set up. So from on high, with the media pressure on high, okay, we need to stop this. But then the the group that was set up, etc., then they started Empire Building. So it was in their interest for events (laughs) to happen, for them to be up to demand more money, etc., right? As opposed to stopping it, which they could have done like that. Yeah, they let it go, you know, etc. And it, you know, it suited us because we got away with stuff, and they yeah. they built their own little empire, etc. Like Do you know That's what I mean? Yeah, it was a bit of social squad. engineering. Yeah, yeah, for yeah sure. you know, it's actually it's, an acid house squad. Is that what they called it? Yeah, the acid house squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was what we called it. Yeah, nicknamed like a, it, and it also yeah. like a painting. Also became, no, I think it was actually called the pay party. Yeah. Yeah, it was called the Police Pay Party Unit because the reason why they called it the Police Pay Party Unit is because it was it was important. Yeah, it was important that there was a money element to it, and once there was a money element to it, then they had to change the laws to match that. Because if you look at, you know, there's a um, declassified uh, intelligence uh, documents from that period that you can download. Yeah, you can download them. I haven't looked at them, but I mean, like, yeah. who's doing I've that? looked at some you of them. Know, yeah. He's seen loads of documents and knows there's loads of, like, it's out there, do you know what I mean? And, yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's out there. But, uh, real, the, real, but real. when they actually, when, like, Margaret Thatcher, and when they was all plotting to, to stop it, because what really kind of really peed them off was that she got a letter from one of her Lord friends. And, and again, this is part of the documents. Okay. She gets a letter from one of her Lord friends basically saying, look, this bloody bunch of <laughs> hooligans kept me awake all night by being on the field next door to me. <laughs> and then there was a, another letter in reply to that, basically saying, oh, you know, we're going to get on top of this. Yeah. And it wasn't that long ago when the documents came out, mm-hmm. even like uh, the Sun newspaper, the Sun Online, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, they actually did a big thing, a big article. And like the headlines was something like, you know, Margaret Thatcher didn't stop acid house because of the drugs yeah, no, it's it because of our friends being kept yeah. awake at night yeah, but he's, only, he's only upset because he didn't get paid it was on his as we've got older the more we've done the more we realize how the fucking sure. world works right that's where sure. how the world works sure right? uh, you know to just digress for, for a second like you've got yeah. the the pay party unit the acid house squad so you've got the police that we know you've got tap and done and you've got burrell right and then when it came down to like uh, 91, 92, the, uh, the top security company at the time, which was okay with the authorities, so you got your licenses, was Kevin Camp's Top Guard. Okay. Right? 
And then, as you, I'm sure you know or you don't know, yeah. is that, no, uh, but tell us. It was either Burrell or Tappenden. I think it was Burrell who retired from the police and then took a top position in Top Guard. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So he no took another, yes, he worked for Top Guard to get all the licenses, etc., etc. No way. And they were yeah. a bit naughty in them early days, weren't they? Top Guard. I mean, you know. <laughs> Before the licenses and that, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a different podcast, isn't it? If we want to go into like, <laughs> really, really naughty world. But I just saw it was brilliant. Like, yeah. viral, just going along and joining, you know, the gatekeepers, you know, joining the other side. Well, that's the it? usual but, way, isn't it? And that's the thing. When I look at um, the members MP of parliament. Companies yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what yeah. When I look at members of parliament, it's just almost like an audition for what they're going to do next. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not even about what, and, then, and I'll come and join your board. No, and then they just go to a big corporation, and well, you know, the one that they've been, you know, lobbying for to change laws to help. You know, they all they all yeah. go there. It's just like a big audition, mate. It's all hidden agendas, isn't it? You know, we'll yeah. yeah. I haven't got yeah. Any yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so when um, so obviously, so when you've come into rain dance now, yeah, I mean, you've come from the second pie, which really, I mean. You were there from the beginning, really. I mean, well, look, I remember the first. That day, hadn't it? It, it was. It was already a hit a point for me yeah. at that point. It was like it had already gone on for so long that it felt like it was for me. It felt like it could end any minute because we'd had we'd squeezed everything out of it, and it got to the point where they were coming on top of it. And I thought this isn't. Everyone thought it was like, oh, this is the last summer. This is the last few parties. It's going to sure. be over. And to think it's got 30, years, to, uh, 30 years on, it's still... I, I don't think anyone yeah. ever ever thought, uh, you know, didn't think that far ahead. I mean, as I say, I, ca no. I came out of mainstream lands and, okay, what am I going to do? And then be like that. So I did. So I fell into putting on parties, realised, breaking into warehouses, seeing a party, whatever, that within about 10 minutes of being in somewhere, I could understand the party. Right, sure. so I've got that. I realised I didn't know I had it, but I've got that ability to walk in anywhere and understand the party that's going Excellent. on, or know how to do a party. Whereas yeah, some yeah. people can buy a property that's completely blank and know what they're going to do with it. I haven't got that brain. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like a property skill, brain, but I've got a kind of party brain. So I, I saw that. You made so it work, done. mate. You got a corporate brain. You got a branding brain. Well, yeah. or no, I just know how a party works. I yeah. know what people do when they come in, what they're doing, sure. why they're doing it before they know what they're doing and how to. So discovered that ability yeah but the way that you've branded yourself all the way through you know you, you've you've always you've yeah, been yeah the I mean, level, the, the, the point know, i'm making like, I, I fell, in, fell into somewhere that i could run with and earn money and okay i can do this with my life sure. as opposed to not knowing what i wanted to do i was able to do it because there was no control it was more fun than the other stuff wasn't it a lot more fun <laughs> way, you know, <laughs> wasn't anything to not get any job but yeah, but yeah, basically, that what, that's what we all did. Any way of staying out of mainstream employment or whatever. So this was a way of yeah. running with it. No family control mechanism saying you have to get a job. So that didn't matter. Yeah. So I just run with it. Lumped in with rain dance on the second party, which is uh, I'll tell you about. Like the um, the second one was basically it was. Um, remember, sorry, just to go back to the first one, yeah. Because yep. you was there. Did you go to the first one? No, no, no. Wasn't okay. there on the first okay. one. We've been doing so, something else. Some with yeah. Paul's so you didn't so even that, go as a, like a party head. No, 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 no. Not at yeah, all. so I was and curious. Right yeah, on our manner, right on our manner, and we didn't even know it was going yeah, on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you it. go. But, but I remember the, the way that they the way they advertised it though. Didn't it? Wasn't yeah. it like uh, meeting points and coaches yeah, oh, yeah, and that? Exactly. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't. The address wasn't on the vent on the flyer, was no, it? No, 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 yeah, no yeah. not at all. So you did good. it. So it was done like old acid house style, you know, meeting points, coaches. 
was um yeah it was a bit a yellow flyer the first one wasn't it which was a bit yeah, retro. Yeah. everyone had moved on to you know designs and yeah. their imagery already sunrise had their look energy had their look biology yeah. had their look etc and then rain dance came out with a yellow bit of paper with black print on it like, do you know what i mean it's a bit yeah yeah so that's where pez came in is it <laughs> no, no, I came in a, a bit further okay. down the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, so they did the first one that was allowed yeah. to go all weekend. Uh, nobody bothered him. The second one they did, so that was September. In November, then they did um, one that was, it was basically a flyer went out for the acid house side of it, um, the meat points and everything. But at the same time, to be allowed to get away with the setup for the site at Jenkins Lane, right? Well, yeah. allowed so you know because coppers were all told to look out for fucking fun sorry fun fairs going up etc etc weren't sure. they right sure. so the way they got round that was it was done as a children in need do excellent that so that was how they were allowed nice idea with it and they did their money was made for children in need cameras yeah. etc they had um like you know i was going to say you better well, explain that bit in case people think you nick their money but no 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 the collections was they made still got their dog all, all, all completely yeah. legit including with a license with the council for a disco to go till 12 30 at night disco and all that so that's what happened <laughs> then so we did all the production excellent. for that and then after that ended, then they brought down all the people from the meat sites and just blasted through as an acid house party. And then a couple Excellent. of hours later, the police came down in their like riot vans and, and then they stopped it after about another hour with their, you know, the riot shields, helmets and everything. Sure. It might have been when we took the sides down off the marquee and turned the speakers no, that was that was further down the line. Further down the line. So they so basically it went from like um, that children in need event. We did that. I then lumped in with Rain Dance to start to get like that sort of thing, helping with promoting Rain Dance. So I would like run around the country doing the promotion, being the face of the promotion around the around the country. I'd be Excellent. down at Martha's Vineyard, Swansea, on a um, a Friday night till about midnight. I would go up to the Dome in Birmingham on a Wednesday and meet the Amnesia Boys and that sort of stuff till about two in the morning and just running around. You know, do it, yeah. do it, fly. Yeah. Flying, that was the life then wasn't it yeah it was could be it, it was yeah. you made a job you created a career out of it there was no totally. nothing defined about it you were there allowed no that's the beauty of it you didn't have to have a degree there's no you have to do this that and the other you just we you did it we did it he did it we just we've yeah. created something for ourselves that wasn't there before and that's half <laughs> the appeal Excuse for me. us isn't it that's half of the appeal totally. of us lot we don't want and had to you do. ever done any kind of event before that no, nothing. Yeah, not, yeah, same as me. It's not at all, yeah. mate. It's just like you discovered a niche. Oh, shit, I can do this. Do you know what I mean? We just discovered yeah. it. We didn't, never knew, did we? So, totally, mate. So, I mean, so, uh, so that, that was in November. Yeah, that was that first night. Yeah, so this is November 1989. That's right. And then and that, that, we should also point out, though, they yeah. were fully licensed parties, wasn't they? No. The children in need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Up until Excellent. that point, they were. I mean, you did have a license there then, at some point, didn't you? There was an alcoholic license on that site because it was a sports ground for the football things, wasn't it? And they had a they okay. had a, you know, a loyal bar. They had a club. <laughs> yeah, so you give out tokens, shit, whatever. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, shit. Just, yeah. I mean, but remember, there was no alcohol there at the time. Basically, anyway, like, yeah. Went so November bomb, and that coincided with like the 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 main the the. But I should also say though, sorry, Rich, to cut you in, mate. But I should also say before we get past and we move on, is that but you're actually known 
officially as staging the first legal parties yes, that, in that, the UK. That, that was the first one. That was in March yeah. 1990. So we okay. bounced. Oh, okay, so that was March 1990. So we, right. we, we bounced off of um, the a children in need yeah. legal, but the raves a spoof boom. We did that. Okay. Yeah, then yeah. everything was stopped, wasn't it? Bang. Right. Yeah. So we got away with breaking into the Panasonic warehouse New Year's Eve. Yeah. We? yeah. Right. Then we then we did right. the party in Radlett. We did yeah. that. So yeah. badness, badness. So, you know, yeah. the two last hurrahs, as it were. And totally, then mate. we had our party in March, where it would it would seem that the powers that be perceived the rain dance lot at Jenkins Lane as being suitable to be like the pressure release. Yeah. Totally, man. Stamp it yeah. there, and you'd whack it. It's got to come up somewhere, so it might as well yeah, come yeah. Up and be whack a mile, be rain dance up there. Jenkins Lane, they've got the site. Two yeah, mate, people yeah. are also known to the council because they've got license for their children in need and da da They know who they yep. are. But also, the people behind it weren't anybody could be blamed for the worst excesses of what had gone before. So yeah, people like it wasn't yourself, any old acid house party promoters. Jay, well done, yeah. Tintin. No, none of those people, yeah. Anton. None of those people would be allowed to get licenses further forward. They might be told do this, but you weren't getting anywhere, were you? No. Whereas no. Our faces no. fitted. We had the site, and then yeah. suddenly we had legal licenses. Totally. Right. And then and we were all like, "Who are these geezers?" You had a good barrister as well. Yeah, well, yeah. What part? I mean, like, Ray, Ray brought the barrister. Right. Much, much, much like yeah. you were doing with your fire safety officer. Yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. Right. We yeah. actually, oh, we actually yeah, had, Nick, we actually had Mick Corster, <laughs> who was a retired chief fireman or whatever. So Excellent. he did that for us. We also had Ray's mate, who is now a top barrister. So we Sweet. did actually, we we were playing the game and knew what we were doing. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, and I thought you made a good point there. You made a good point yeah. in that you you fitted. They it had to come up somewhere. And you were at the right place at the right time. That's a lot of it. We run with it. Yeah, that was massive. It was massive yeah. because so, you know, no like, one had, it's the first time. No one had done it before. It was the first time anyone had got a license. So we was all you know, we was all like holding our hats off to you, going like one was saying, Who are these geezers? All <laughs> sorts know? of rumors flying around it. Oh, are we yeah. paying off yeah, yeah, this brown envelopes? Like, 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 yeah, but I mean, even like, if you were, who cares? That's how you do yeah. it. You know? <laughs> it's, it's you know, it's, it's all quite fun. Who's he? Like, nobody yeah, yeah, knew yeah. who I was, and it was in East London, which is precise. So, everyone's on Swallow's case. What's this going on on your manor? And like, oh, don't worry, like, like our rumors flying it's around. We combat 18 and whatever, like what the like, do you know what What's I mean? No way. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I was like, no, it was, you know, who's that little skinhead driving around the red Cobra sports car? Who's he? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. You know, and yeah. That's... No, I remember you was, you was, you did have a bit of an, an intensity about you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember yeah, you, you know how to play the game, a bit of mystery, yeah, yeah. the wrong way, drop a horse here, and everyone runs with that, and you can get totally, to brother. You know what you're doing. Yeah, right. mate, but you did. You had a bit of intensity about you, bruv. <laughs> you, 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 you stared me down a few times, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you, Paul, Paul and Stuart be standing in front of you and you'll just be like, they're just like, just like, look, staring at me, you know, <laughs> mad dogging me, you know, you'd be like, who's hey, this geezer they got with them? <laughs> but I have to say, Richard, you know, You've been doing this for over 30 years and still whenever I see you and you're out and you're marketing your parties, you're still as happy as ever, mate. Yeah. You know, it, how, how'd you do it, brother? 
uh, it's, it's, it's given me a direction and a purpose and whatever that, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. It, it's kept me poor, but happy. Made yeah. money, lost money, spent money, whatever. And I've, you know, I've been allowed to do that. And, you know, that's the way I'm, my upbringing has wired me. That's how sure. I am. Do you know yeah, I mean? winners, wins and losses, isn't it? That's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm quite happy. But it's You've cool. had fun totally, mate. Life. Well, like no, what you were saying. Fun. I'm still going to have fun. So, fun yeah, yeah so, mate, it's not over. What are you talking <laughs> about? We have fun. Yeah. We, you know, well, we, did just, we did just put this on for the money. No, I mean, we're, we're <laughs> still... No. We're no. trying and pushing. You're yeah. doing this. Like, we're yeah. doing multi-culture. We're still doing yeah. things, aren't we? Do you know what I mean? We haven't... We're still doing things that connect people. Yeah. That's, you, yeah. know? you know, and I mean, like one of the things that trying. I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, we're still trying, aren't we? We're still, yeah, you know, you know. You know we're, we're claiming ownership of what went on in the past. Exactly. You know, as opposed to the man just taking it and exploiting it, yeah. it out. We understand what we've created. There's millions of people's lives that we've affected. And now these people are at the stage Incredible. where they want to go back to what they loved before. So it's just, it's just like generations before that like are into the Rolling Stones and collect Rolling Stones stuff and whatever. Now you've got the rave generation right. that are interested in their past. We yeah. created these people, so we we it's have insane. to kind of provide yeah. them with. You know, so we're just nostalgic. Totally, but don't you think yeah, it's like I, a little bit mad? Yeah? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Don't you think it's a little bit, uh, you know, bizarre that the you know like common history like the Middle England. Yeah. yeah, they they listen. You know, they listen to Rolling Stones, the Beatles. They love all that music from that era. You know, the Doors and whatever, all made by people that were high on drugs, yep. and they accept it for being this you know powerful movement. But then they look at Acid House and they say that because these kids are all on MDMA, it means that nothing meaningful ever come out of it. And it's like, well, what I think that's that? changed now. That though, isn't it? changed, changed now. now. Yeah, no, yeah. Right. No, also, the reason is it's just think about that. Well, it's because it's people, us. We're people. in those positions now, aren't we? Yeah, we're yeah. the ones so, making the documentaries. So people approaching me, particularly about the artwork, and it's taken some time. And I knew even at the time when it was all kicking off and the artwork was, you know, really, I was really prolific, that it would, the DJs and everyone that was having their time then, because they, they were in it, I knew, so I don't know why, but that, that but from being an artist and seeing how art works, it's going to yeah. take a long time. I'll probably have to die before it becomes really, you know, important to be related sure. to that era. Is that we've already started to see that happening now in the last five years. I've seen a lot more attention on what was the scene about as a whole, yeah. as a cultural, Culturally, yeah. cultural right. explosion and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And, and it's just a given. I mean, you know, you only have to go back to all the jazz and all that, and there's drugs involved there. Every every movement has, you know, even if it was swept under the carpet, exactly. you know, everyone knows they were on heroin or they were as high on Chiba yeah. or whatever, you know, and, and it's just, you can't, you can't not have a, or well, I suppose you could, a cultural explosion without something leading that and fueling it. And and it's just yeah. accepted that's part and parcel now. And so we're now, yeah. now looking at our era yeah, as the, as, the validation yeah. of what as a whole, whole is out there. You know? it's and out we're not just a load of tow rags breaking into warehouses. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I agree. Like I agree. It's now it's, it's like it, it's acceptable to say that you've raved now. Yeah. Okay? So we've got, <laughs> got people like, um, like people like friends of mine who um, were very reticent for a long while to admit they ever went raving. Yeah. Those same people now uh, have, it's been established between them and their top bosses, right? Yeah, that, that they, they were all there. That they both raved. <laughs> that they both raved. <laughs> and they're both now admitting it because it's socially acceptable to admit that and everything that yeah. we've created and it, how it's affected. Well, the ones for me. Artwork-wise, fashion-wise, 
when I knew it had arrived, I don't know why it was on yeah. Desert Island Discs, right? So when you're on Desert Island Discs <laughs> playing rave tunes, you know, right? you know that's it. Like it's established, it's written, you know. So that, early, mate. Yeah, so and, and then you so do the next question is yeah, what yeah. would you do listening to Desert Island Discs? You know, there, there we are. <laughs> The first Acid House <laughs> track I ever bought was on CD. <laughs> oh, and it was a oh. compilation album, and I bought it for um, Salsa House. Oh, yeah, 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 one of my yeah, favourite yeah, 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 I bought it for Salsa House, you know. Yeah, Salsa House. But, but, um, but obviously, you know, you guys at some point, I mean, obviously, Pez is, is a great artist. He's done some of your icon iconic flyers. So at some point you decided that in rebranding Rain Dance, one of the things that you was going to focus on was the art, and that, I guess that's where our boy Pez comes in. Yeah, I mean that. I, I just as, hassled them to death. I, <laughs> I was out doing the flying, so that would obviously be like the uh, Pez would just come down rage, didn't he, on a Thursday? You know, and hassle everybody, all the promoters, all the industry when we were coming well, out. Son. Probably like, like it, man. 30 max saying, Do you want to fly? Do you like I used to take my A1 folders, <laughs> I used to take my A1 folders <laughs> to Rage, right? Oh, and because I, I used to do the artwork for, for uh, Kevin, for Kevin Millions, and uh, they used, I used to put it in the in the uh, cloakroom with the guys there, and I was a member of staff pretty much, and then put them in the, in the cloakroom. And then at the end, outside underneath the like the, the yeah. archway, I'd just be on everybody yeah. going, look, look at this one, look at this one, look at this. and just Excellent. hassle people. And it was when they brought the Mermaids one out, the Mermaids flyer. This you one of your flyers, is it? I know you've no, sent no, me some flyers. No, that was a Boris Villaggio oh. out of a book. Complete ripoff. And, and so I, I, I went and I hassled <laughs> Ryan, I just said, listen, look, you, you, you've got to have your own yeah. like look, right? Because this is just out yeah. of a book. Everyone's doing the out of the book yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. you need to like let me do your flyer come on let me just let me put something together so then what i would do and it'd be quite interesting i just paint stuff paint stuff and um i painted one of the first rain dance flyers was actually for gonna be for telep for telepathy funnily enough oh and yeah kenny Kenny me had an interesting relationship where which was i love kenny and i gotta give him some respect because he's yeah, the only too. The only promoter who managed to just keep hold of my originals when he promised <laughs> to give them back, and they're never coming back. So anyway, this one night, this this one uh, one uh, flyer which had these two people kissing yeah. with sheets over their head, like a Magritte thing, and it's uh, like a quite a telepathic sign of look. I've anyway, got that one here, have I? Did you send yeah, me that? Ray saw, yeah, Ray saw it. And he's like, it's, oh yeah, goes, no sweet. man, that's that's for telepathy. And he's like, no, it's for rain dance, and that and that that's oh, it. Yeah, yeah, the one yeah. on the left there. Yeah, so yeah, the kissing yeah. heads there. Yeah, I painted I them, and I, I hadn't. They, they, they were painted, and I thought, oh, that's really telepathic. I'll get, I'll sell that to, to, to Kenny. Uh, and then when I showed it to Ray outside Rage, uh, the rest is kind of history. He goes, yeah, no, that's our flyer, and that was it. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that was the, that, yeah. that, that, that was, that was the kind of the way it worked. All bets were off, and I, that's how it was for Beyond Therapy, like you know, Jay and, oh, yeah. and all those guys, World Dance. You know, it was all hustling outside Rage, really. Hustling. Can you? Can hustling. I just check? Can you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah so yeah. it's the, the kiss heads one there. Um was uh, one of the first images that you know that you know that we were using. So, you know, he had the egg, the egg one for Easter, you know, with the alien style um egg coming out well, with all yeah. the all the light. And he had all those connotations like it was a pill and we're all breaking out and all those kind of you know 
uh, and all the messages were oh yeah that egg one that was iconic man there it is yeah as a, and that was a lot of people's first party right because that, that was yeah the new got generation the, yeah the, the, the uncle new... dougs that was his first party yeah. i ever went to uncle and dougs. i met a lot of like graffiti writers from back in my previous like life at that sure. party because there was like, all these writers used to have all this beef and like all this aggression back in the hip-hop stuff you know yeah totally you know? Right. and they're all there sort of happy Right at the, at the party. <laughs> so, oh, how you doing, man? Like, we've been best friends for years. We like, hated each other in Labrador Grove or the Common Garden where we used to meet up and all be all like. Just to, just to go back to something that of, uh, to, of interest to people listening or whatever. So, like, on a Monday, on a Monday night where everyone would be down at um, Heaven for, like, you know, Spectrum, Landerboz, etc. And then Thursday, be down there for Rage. So, but so basically, Monday, for, for, from my point of view, was us running mm-hmm. around doing illegal parties in '89, all and still down there on a Monday. Monday sure. would be the results service. So we would find out how did your party go? Did you get yeah. raided? Where is so and so? Oh, he's still arrested. Oh, have you got your sound system? So that was what Monday. Totally, was. mate. Right, and then on. Did Thursday, you get your ticket money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or did the security yeah, company yeah, get it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most importantly, did you get your ticket money? So, that, um, but Thursday was then became the the recruitment office. We've got a party this weekend. Are you available? So those were the two, you know, yeah. aside from the mainstream punters, but that was how the can industry... You was, can you get a little flying squad? It was a home base, wasn't it? It was a home base. We did some flying for me yeah. this weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's it. That was, that was yeah. where You're it was do. You're do. You know what I mean? Come on. And I, I remember I, I did, uh, we did that reunion. Actually, it was on the same night as Raindance Party. We, we made yeah, the huge wanna, mistake. Um, Yes, you did that yeah. with Finbar's Roller Express. Yeah, Finbar's gaff. I mean, we made a massive era, you know, but I have to say, um, I didn't know. We didn't know that you was doing a party that night. Otherwise, we wouldn't have went on the same night as you. It was just, especially after such a long absence. And and so on that night, but and what I wanted to say to you, basically, so for that 92 party that we did, yeah, yep. we did 150,000 flyers. So I'm saying to you, and we ran out of flyers two weeks before yeah. the party, right? So yeah, you must then have been going massive. for a lot of flyers. Do that. Do that. Yeah, you must have been going for a lot um, of flyers. Yeah, if we, we think about that for me, think about uh, that, how many flyers <laughs> for my artwork are out there, right? So, so I've got somebody printing my artwork on 150,000, 200,000 flyers, and they're being given out. It's like Instagram on paper. Oh, uh, no. And no, it's always yeah. been Oh, like, everywhere. Yeah, I was just, yeah. I was living in heaven. Just, I look. So it's like a run, 100,000. <laughs> how many are you printing? Oh, and they're just everywhere. It was just, yeah. But that must have been quite awesome, though, at the same time to see your artwork out there yeah. like as well. And, and seeing people, because even though like I was known in amongst the, like, the, 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 the writers the, and that. Yeah, in amongst the people that we were, you know, and I'd go to the parties. Yeah, industry. That's what I always say to people. I'd be on the raid on the podium like everybody else, but I wasn't like, oh, there, you could put a name to that's like Fabio, that's Booth, that's so and so. Yeah. But that's how it was with all of us, though. It was quite nice to sort of just see people standing there glaring, going, oh, man, what's that about? Yeah, that's the best. um, We're we're all of the same. Affirmation. We're all of the same thing. We're not overtly out there. Um, Yeah. But the people that need to know us know us. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, and especially then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially still then. up to a point now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean? yeah. I mean, I kind of blew that when I wrote the book, but. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, last yeah. part, the last reunion we did, yeah, and I, and I say to people, it's like, in those days, we were anonymous. If you was was in the industry, you you know, you wouldn't know who we were, and so. Yeah, yeah. But the last party I did, mate, 
obviously with social media, yeah. I walked in the warehouse and everyone knew who I was, mate. And yeah. I'll tell you what. And so you'd walk through the crowd and people were touching me everywhere. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like pointing me, you know, like, I don't mean, I just mean to get my attention, like, you know, so, and they were calling my name. Yeah. So I was walking through the crowd. I was hearing my name being called all different volumes by all different voices. I was getting people. They were trying to get my attention by poking me and stuff for two days after that party. I could feel people poking me and saying my name, mate. <laughs> and you know, mate, I don't even take, you know, class A's these days. You, you know what I mean? So it was like, I was like, mate, <laughs> I could hear people calling my name. It was bizarre. We're kind of urban heroes, aren't we? We've become urban heroes. Oh, for certain yeah, because you was at the oh. reunions. <laughs> you've always been a top geezer. To be honest, Rich, you've, you've always been a top geezer. You've always been pushing the boundaries. Yeah. You've always been promoting and, and marketing the whole movement, the whole culture in a really positive way. As I said, you're always happy. You're always smiling. And for someone that's been doing parties for 30 years, I mean, that's saying something. Like, rain or shine. Thank you. Yeah. It, uh, rain or shine, it, it, you're there, mate. Happy, continues to keep me happy and, and motivates me. Gives me a buzz doing it. I, you know, totally, I mate. thought I enjoy doing, doing that. And it, it, it's anything to escape nine to five, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? That's what it's about. Yeah, right. yeah, because that's another point that you brought brought up earlier is that we were making careers, we were forging careers as we went along. Correct. What am I going to do? I don't, I don't know. That, if that, that, for, for me, anyway. it's slightly different. I just, you know, w w living the party and doing flyers for the party and thinking, particularly at the very beginning, uh, like when in Sunrise and that kind of era, the area where you you were doing uh, parties at the like, at the very front of it, and, and sort of going out to like the equestrian centre or wherever and thinking. This is this is so like so amazing, like so crazy. This is gonna this is only gonna have so so much life in it. And we only thought it would last for a few more months, a few more months. It would just go back to, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you know, what it was before, uh, which is like R and B and kind of, you know, underground, like Northern Soul and all that kind of stuff. And we just thought this mm -hmm. rave thing, that like acid was there, and then quickly it was like rave, if you like, if you want to call it rave. Yeah. And then I just thought it was gonna peter out. And we just had to get every every bit of it out of it while it was okay. lasting like, and it just didn't yeah. stop listening to what you're saying there when when it first came obviously rare groove ruled and, That's it, rare ruled, groove. Yeah. It? and then yeah. it then the club land evolved into this new thing but well, we were but, putting but, on rare group parties uh, no, soul to soul that, stuff which dj is, ryan which and all is that precisely stuff. the point i'm gonna make right you were already au fait with how that world worked. Yeah, this yeah. is the next big thing, yeah. right? When I came Well, it's along, the same like Oakenfold and all the boys, they were always right, Nicky. When I, when I came along, right, I had I had never been involved in any of that yeah. before. So yeah. I, I turned myself as like, you know, you could argue that certain, left. certain people like just when it, when the acid Teds or whatever you wanted to refer them as got on board, it became more unpopular. Like you know, you got a bit some uh, some elements got a bit upset of it. It all became went back. They wanted it to be elitist, but it wasn't. I come in and I represent like the Bridge and Tunnelers, which is what I term myself. Like in 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 New York, you have got Manhattan, and that's where it's at. And then when something becomes popular, people go to Manhattan via a bridge or a tunnel, and they're outsiders to the inside clique. So it's a derogatory oh, term, Bridge and Tunnelers. So I regard yeah, myself. Yeah as the bridge and tunneler, upset in your cosy little elitist world, <laughs> particularly Pez. I don't know about that. I didn't notice he mentioned Labrick Grove. <laughs> Sorry, go on, mate. Went in, it, it, you know, Raveland <laughs> went from like, it, it was no longer like the beautiful people down Kings Road. It was, you yeah. know, the, the Oix yeah. and Romford. I mean, because Sharon and Tracy were coming along, which you didn't want, but, you know, they they 
came but knew nothing of that before. They just saw something and then, yeah. you know, just, oh, this is great and blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? It just went everywhere. Same as me, it? mate. I, I, I never thought about doing away. a party. Yeah. I never Sorry? thought about doing a. I'd never thought about doing a party at that point ever. You know, it was. It was only when Genesis. Yeah, it's only when Andy's like mentioned it that I even even thought even when I was going to the parties, I never thought I want to do one of these because because you looked at it and it seemed like it was lots, didn't it? It seemed like all these lot they're all linked into one another. They all know one another, and yeah. we're not going to be able to get these people away from this. But then what a lot of people don't realise is that it did go in stages. Yeah. And there was a club stage, and that club stage was at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And once it moved out of that club stage, it yep. didn't go back into the clubs. It just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And so the boys that initially... Crazy. Yeah, and the it. boys that initially led the charge, which obviously we're all grateful for, you know, your Okies, your Fungs, your Ian St. Paul's, your Danny's. Well, you like yeah, that. you know, yeah. they led that club charge. And without that club charge, because, I mean, we all went to their clubs, you know, and that can't be denied. And I mean, you know, if you was going to write up a conspiracy, because, you know, I don't know if you've read that book, The Laurel Canyon. Oh, and it's, it's basically... Say, say again? That you link? sent a link, didn't you? Is that what we're talking about? It, it might part? be. It might be. And what the Laurel That's Canyon right. was... It's like saying that it's all... Some of his know, artwork was from Timothy Leary and all the kind of CIA. Yeah, yeah that was it. It was... Um, but basically, what it was, yeah, all of those massive bands from the 60s, you know, from the Doors, you name them, they all came from one spot. And a lot of their dads were generals in the army and stuff like that. So it's all a bit suspicious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's... Yeah, because there was even levels with this. I mean, you remember at at Branson's club, you remember, I remember I went there at one time and Paul was on the door uh, because he managed it, didn't he? And he said, said, um, he said, lads, he said, it's all changed. He said, all these security are are SAS. we, We were like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> it's all right we've already dropped it paul it's cool <laughs> you know, yeah, so, we're ready. <laughs> so yeah so if you really you know the way it all sounds when i'm listening to all us lot speak and i realize we are all in that same club yeah, that's because he was writing it up you know it would seem like oh yeah no, and he's clutching the straws that guy though i mean oh, where is oh, he? did you see that lecture I was like, my artwork's on there. My artwork was this, this, this. Like, no, it wasn't. I just, yes, your yeah. artwork was on yeah, there, Pez. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, no, that's not why that happened. But we should mention what that is because yeah, what yeah. we're talking about, we're talking about, I invited him on the podcast. Yeah, I know you said Talk that. about it. Yeah, I, you know. I, I watched the link you sent. I'll invite him around my house. If he wants to be on my life, I'll never get back. <laughs> Like, wow. <laughs> oh, is that what you meant? Oh, yeah, oh I thought you meant the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. What we're talking about? Basically, we're talking about. Uh, uh, he was. He said he was a DJ at the time, Mark Dev- Devlin. That's it. And he. He's basically. He's gone along this conspiracy route. Yeah. And yeah, he was. A, he was talking about Laurel Canyon as well. And basically, he did this uh, lecture, which you can watch online. And basically, yeah. he's saying that we are all involved in Freemasonry and we're involved in the occult and so uh, dehumanization and stuff like this, you know. And, I mean, his dots are really getting joined up very yeah. soon. I mean, if you had one of those coloring books with joining dots, he's yeah. missing numbers out. There's a <laughs> yeah. lot. Yeah. Well, the thing is, because sometimes, yeah, well, it's like a lot of these conspiracy things, you know, it's like 
there is a bit of randomness to these things. You know, you, you light a fuse and then, but I feel like even, and let's just say for what, for, for one, for example, yeah, he said that uh, my Genesis and biology flyer, he basically, and it's, it's the face with the two columns and it's got yeah. biology's Vichivian man there. Yeah. And basically he said that was Freemasonry and it was a cult. And yeah. I have yeah. to say, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe it is, but when we did yeah. it, Definitely no. Well, that wasn't there when it's you did it. It's all like nice. No. Yeah. Like, like, the, like, do you remember, like, Biology's uh, Vichivian man? To yeah, me, yeah. when I saw oh, that in 1989, that was the World in Action logo. World in Action was a yeah, yeah. documentary series. Right. Yeah, is it? Yeah. I, I didn't know that was a Da Vinci. He didn't know Vichivian man. Yeah, you know, I mean, ratios and all that. Yeah, yeah we get cultured. Yeah, yeah, you know, the golden ratio. You know, we get cultured and, and then we realise. But so we may, I'm not saying there may have been some influence somewhere, but it wasn't that uh, we were involved or our were parents were involved. Wayne, I don't think so. We weren't being manipulated. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. <laughs> the only time when I say that it kind of was a bit murky was the whole freedom to party thing. It got a bit murky there because <laughs> okay. it felt like with, and what I mean by that, it just felt like there was outside influences that were, they okay. used acid ass as a disruptor. That probably is what I was saying about yeah. that they, they were yeah. happy to allow these things to happen because they needed the media stuff yeah. about it for that was a for, good point reasons yeah. so that they could further whatever their agenda was without a yeah. doubt. But yeah. the thing about the Trafalgar Square one thing, because we did the sound, we stood on the speakers when it was done, everyone was there, and I counted the people. There was there was easily 20,000 people there. Yeah, that was a right? lot. And that had gone from like Trafalgar Square, where we've seen the pictures where it's a wipeout, isn't it? Yeah. Right? But then on the following days, there was nothing in the media about it at all, was there? There Very was good nothing. Point. But on I'm... the Saturday after, there was a nurses' demonstration with about 6,000 people there, and that was wall to wall media. Whereas we yeah. had gotten far more That's people than that the weekend before, and there was no media for it. And then you go like, wow. Are you saying that wow. the media is controlled yeah. by the government, Richard? Well, well it, it was interesting <laughs> that we learned that quite young, didn't we? It was an oil. We learned that quite young. They're, they're controlling the media because of right. us. Right. Because of us? Really? Yeah. We learned yeah. quite young. Yeah. Well, we should just say, we should also just say, like, just for people. Sorry, lad. Sorry. So, just um, just for people that don't know what it is, because one of the reasons why I decided to do this podcast, lads, yeah, was because I wanted to get some long form history down, you know. Yeah. And so, this I feel like these podcasts, once they're in the digital form, once they're out there, I yeah. feel like they're going to be around a lot long, long after we're gone. You know, thing. You know, stories that we're saying and that are basically yeah. claiming ownership of stuff. Yeah, that is apt to be taken by other people not of us to be used for their own ends. But imagine yeah, for disruption you know, podcast we, it's there, of it's there. say the Moulin Rouge and Toulouse Lautrec and all that kind of era, that Bohemian explosion. If that stuff's not there, it's now kind of been rehashed in, in, in yeah. art history and whatever. Whereas now you're gonna be able to go back in a hundred years' time and actually get to this information and see old cronies like us sitting and talking about yeah. this. Yeah. Ball yeah. it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be first hand information, yes. isn't it? Yes. Right. From I, I used to have beautiful curly hair, just yeah, so yeah. you know. Whoever's watching this in the future, yeah. <laughs> we were proper handsome. We were proper cool in our time, I'll tell you what, mate. We're proper cool, yeah. <laughs> I'm I was wearing glasses now, but 
mate, in our day. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that going to be interesting for the first it's time? the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the first time, you're going to be able to go back and see yeah. Like from the source with things like this, with the books we're doing. And that's why I wanted to do this, you know? And that's why, like, with the Freedom to Party, if we could just, like, explain to, to those people who, who don't know what we're talking about. The Freedom to Party, it was a groundbreaking event at the time because all the, in, in terms of acid hours with all the parties, the Police Pay Party Unit, which had been really funded, they'd been given massive budgets by the government. They'd done lots of firsts in, yep. in the British policing history. Yep during that time one of them was setting up a computer network up and down the country which connected everyone together that was the first time they'd ever done it it was the first time police stations in england had ever shared information with one another so it's quite a big thing so we had it on top and it was against us so along comes this chap a young conservative he works for uh uh, paul was was, i'll say his first name paul and he brought along you know a mindset and an operational <laughs> mindset that he could pull off this freedom to party campaign. And so what he did, okay. he started this this uh, association. It was called the Association of Dance Party Promoters or something like that. Do you remember it? One second, one second. You're yeah. talking about the Association of Pay Party Promoters and whatever. Yeah. Right, I think Ray, it was ADDRP or something. Right, AP people or whatever. Ray yeah. was involved with that. Okay, Ray right. was on the board as well, Ray yeah. involved with that. Anita's... Um, uh, my girlfriend at the time, her sister's other half friend of, they were brought in to do the logos. And yeah, so Ray, oh, was, wow, cool. Ray was actually heavily involved in all that. Excellent, yeah. man. Yeah, Excellent. I, uh, but then we blew up, so I don't know quite where it went. But yeah, I, know yeah. I can remember that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, 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 so what, so, you know, whether it, whether it was used as a disruption, you know, tool or whatever, whether or not Acid House was weaponized to upset people in government however it was used but this all this event was organized in england and i would say it's probably the first event of its kind in the world where all these kids all they were protesting for was their right to dance beyond 2 a.m you know i mean there's i mean someone might say yeah first world problems but (laughs) 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 but you know for us it was big (laughs) it was big and it so we had the event, yeah. the event, it, you know, it happened in Trafalgar Square and it was packed solid. There was like 20,000. And what uh, Richard was saying, I'm, I know I digress, but what Richard was saying was there was no media coverage. Now, and another reason he's saying it is because when we was up on the plinth, behind us was another plinth. And there was like a whole line of media cameras, photographers, you know, and they were from every single news outlet that was out there. So on, and so when we saw that, we were encouraged by it. Do you remember, Rich? We were like, we were really encouraged well, because we felt because we were busy breaking. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. So meanwhile, I should also point out, yeah. So meanwhile, because there's a big debate about this going on my profile on Facebook at the moment. But yeah, so meanwhile, we're at Trafalgar Square, and Richard and the boys, there was had you found the venue at this point? Like we were on call in the van, so you yeah, had, yeah, yeah. You was driving around, you waiting for a call to go go here. All those people, they were Excellent. like, okay, we've got you've got to go in now. Yeah. Paul, bless him, was saying we ain't going nowhere till you give us a few quick because you've already knocked us. For, <laughs> you've knocked yeah, us for three or four times. Whereas he's before, <laughs> totally, totally. Right? So you know, so we. I know, are, I know, I'm on that list. Sorry, boys. Sorry, boys. Got, sorry, Paul. Got some money, and, and then we went in, and then the window was broken in, and then we've gone in there. You bring like a thousand car convoy down from South Mim, so that was a buzz. Yeah. Well, 
you're going in, the shutters are going down, the coppers are wandering around. Yeah. The caretaker for the whole estate has been kidnapped and put in a, a shed somewhere and given a drink and whatever. <laughs> I didn't you know, know that. that. <laughs> yeah, glass of coffee and a sandwich, sir. Listen, I remember the, the traveller pulled a shotgun out on Tarquin. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, he pulled it because he. Remember the traveller? He brought in like the burger vans and that. Do you remember? Because at one time, oh, they was the only God. light in the building was coming off of these vans. That's right. Until yeah. we got uh, our one friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready, yeah. Right? It was just him, wasn't it? You know. Yeah. Apparently, he pulled a shotgun yeah, out on Tarquin. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. He pulled a shotgun out on Tarquin and said, "Mate, pull up five hundred quid, otherwise I'm going." <laughs> Target come up to us and said, mate, we got to pull up 500 quid or the geezer's going, you know, so we had to pull up the 500 quid. You know? oh, the, other, the other good thing about it, I mean, obviously we've done New Year's Eve at uh, the Panasonic warehouse. There'd been the yeah, so, as it, so this was, um, so this was before, in fact. That's right. But the yeah, problem from our point of view, yeah. at the Panasonic warehouse, Jarvis yeah. was there on New Year's Eve and he yeah. went around with a bucket causing yeah. havoc on the mic, give us money. We should talk about it. We should talk about it because... It was a Again, so people don't know what 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 we're talking sorry, about. Sorry, there was yeah, there was a party on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And so was, listen, uh, so us look, I say it was like Genesis and biology. We did a party on New Year's Eve. Sunrise gone down the pan, hadn't it? Yeah. Sunrise had gone. Yeah, down they the came pan. later, but we had already started the party. Had a, yeah, well, but when sunrise came, yeah, the party had already started. Yeah. No. They, their party yeah. went down the pan, so your party yeah, yeah. was the one No, I mean, off. our party at the restaurant. That's right, that's right, at yeah, the Panasonic yeah. Warehouse, where yeah, Paul had done the sound, and we all went yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. still got the Sunrise tickets. I'll speak to Dave when I see him about that. I wind him up all the time. Dave Roberts, yeah. Sunrise. Right? Yeah. So we're there. So Jobs is going around annoying people on the mic, trying to get money, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That, that was so that. listen, so let's just, let's just build that up a bit, brother. So, so we're at the party. The party's going off. There's thousands of people. Yeah, Jarvis from biology. Yeah, he felt up. like everyone should make a contribution to the setup of the whole thing. So he got some buckets out. He got on the mic, was going like, mate, put some money in the buckets. Yeah, and he went round. And this is what Paul, this is what. 40 quid, South London, yes. 200 quid. Like, so yeah. respect to him for that. But, but it became yeah. a bit annoying. I, I didn't get any of that money, just so everybody I'm, knows. <laughs> the point that I'm making, we, we love him to death. But one of, yeah, the, of course. The, Brucey, one of the Brucey bonuses of Trafalgar Square was that Jarvis couldn't get to the party because the police stopped him from getting to the party. So we're all going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who had buckets? <laughs> <laughs> to stop the music, <laughs> announcement. Jarvis isn't coming with his bucket. <laughs> That's right. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, Jarvis can't get there, but we got Roger Rabbit running across the field That's with right. a dog chasing him, right? Coming oh, in man. where the broken window to the warehouse was, where we put the sound system. Like, we open the window, Roger yeah. Rabbit drives through, and the police are going, hey, 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 barking. Where are we talking about? This We're talking about Slough now, are we? Yeah, but the thing the thing about the, the rabbit, because I remember yeah. seeing it, I was yeah. at the back of the warehouse. <laughs> the rabbit, what's the rabbit? Rabbit? So look, so so this guy's got a Roger Rabbit outfit on and he's got his no he's got, way, hat, got the he's got the, 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 the rabbit face like yeah, in, in his his and he's he's running across the field like <laughs> to, to, to try and I've, and obviously you, you must embellish it as years go on, but I I see the bobbies you now with a big bobby hat yeah. and they're trying yeah, yeah. to Trying yeah, to catch out it. of breath, and it was, uh, it was, yeah, and it was kind of like you know, like in base in baseball where they go safe, you know, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of got through the fence, and, and, onto, it, onto, and he's like, and everyone's like, gone safe, like, 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 and, like, and, they, and they were good spirited. The cops were just ah, like, all oh, right, right, fair enough, move on. And he's trying to get it, yeah. Oh, like, that was like, that's like, exciting, like, man. Didn't, get it, man. <laughs> so, that was yeah, but things like that are so exciting, man. 
Yeah, do you remember yeah. the atmosphere party in Hackney Wick? Uh, do you remember yeah. that one? That was like, remember Dave and Paul from South London, the ticket agents? Right. Like, if you, like, if, if, if anyone looks at any flyers from, like, 1989 to 1990, mm-hmm. and they look in the back of it, and they would see one of the ticket outlets, and it would say Dave and Paul, South London. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah see yeah. Dave and Paul, South London, mate. They could sell three, four thousand tickets in a day. No bother. Because they were basically at an open house, so they were open 24-7 type thing. You go yeah. there and buy a ticket anytime, you know? Money, whatever yeah. else they were selling. Yeah, yeah cool. mate. So they did their party called Atmosphere. And just, uh, just okay, we get yeah, back to what yeah, you were yeah. saying. Yeah, 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 so it's Dan Hackney Wick. But yeah. to get into that party, we had to climb over fences. We had to drop down to a canal. We had to go across yeah. locks. And it took determination in everybody to get into that building. Yeah. yeah. Considering yeah. it was surrounded by police. That's what I think is, is the bit that's lost. And I try to explain like to my yeah. daughter or, mm-hmm. to, you know, or to younger people that work for me or whatever, what it was about if they ask. And, um, and it's just... It's not so much once you're in the party and being at the party, it, uh, it's all the stuff that went on around it. Because now you can go to a festival and you can have a great time and all these kind of things you can do. Uh, but, you know, and getting in your car and driving to the festival and going, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah. to be like you just described there, feral, trying to get across, you know, mm. like, you know, Any like means necessary. anything you're going to do mm. to get in there or, or so, you, you got a whiff of a new party that was on somewhere else and you'd be like yeah. right let's get in the car and you yeah. drive wherever yeah. however long however far sometimes, uh, and do it. sometimes that, that was a more enjoyable road. part of the evening sometimes because it's totally all with your mate and the difference between then as well and now stuff, you know oh, the difference between then and now as well is that when we was on the motorway we would recognize the people that were going to the parties you know and that was the great thing like now it's like everybody same Everyone's dressed conservative or whatever, so you don't really know. But you remember in those days, you pass a car, yeah, everyone's rocking their heads, yeah, yeah. there's acid ass playing, they've got t-shirts on or something, and you look at them and they look at you and you're like, yeah, you're going to the party, you know? It was yeah, so yeah. exciting. Um, I mean, in the times, that even when we had, like, roadblocks in the motorway and we all got out of our cars. You, and, you would have people that, I mean, you made the best we, of it. We were attracting yeah. them from from all all different segments of society so you would have elements of people that okay where's the party they find out where it is and they would just go and nick a car to go to the party so then you would be going around the m25 where's the party oh there's lasers over there we pull off yeah. this junction. oh we can't the police have blocked the junction and then before you know it one of the people who've nicked a car don't care do they so they just pull up just after the junction go down the <laughs> bank head to the party before you know it everyone hey, parked up on the motorway <laughs> totally yeah, man you know what I mean? You've and there's been some of those turnouts as well. I can't remember where it was. It was like Sunrise or Energy where they made an announcement. That was one of the big ones, you know, and they made an announcement saying that uh, the tow trucks are out on the motorway because it was an A road and everyone had parked on the hard shoulder of an A road. I mean, and the, they the, the, strictly speaking, we're breaking the law by doing what they were doing, you know, things, yeah. things like that. The, the one that up in uh, SXCA 12, the two BP garages, which okay. is uh, the energy party that went on at yeah, six yeah. in the morning because it, it got moved from two sites Raiden. in South London and eventually said, we're back on, new site, Raiden. Where's that? Oh, that's, just near, Col- that's near Colchester. It's just down the road from me. What? So know, we're all mate. driving up there. So you drive up the A12 and there's no phones, there's no nothing. Everyone's on the oh, uh, looking at their things, right? And then, then no, the, word, left, like, yeah. the word came out that the next meet point or the next person for instructions would be like the Whitton train station. So you come off <laughs> Some the spot. 12, go to there, 
right, and then go back on. But there were so many cars that getting off the A12 there through Whitton train station and back on was just wall-to-wall cars. Yeah, so Whitton High easy. Street were open up there. Traffic go, jam going on. At two in the morning. <laughs> people, yeah, no, about three, four in the morning. People are walking oh. along the roofs of cars, chaos mayhem. You get back on, and you've got people coming the other <laughs> way down the A12 where they didn't find it in the first place, being told, oh, it's back up there. So everything stopped on the A12. The two BP garages got written off, didn't they? And everyone started yeah, totally. to themselves to the flowers and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was just... It but that was commonplace. You, brilliant. You, come in, you, you come out of a party somewhere and then the first garage would just get lynched. And it'd be like, <laughs> it'd be five or six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. And it'd be some poor like guy or girl or, or a couple behind the counter just going... Well, yeah, but the best ones used to be like when we were coming back from Sunrise or whoever. I mean, I remember coming back from the, the Sunrise White Wolven one, yeah. and um, we stopped. And I remember there was a massive convoy of cars all going back to London. And I remember we stopped at this small little village shop. <laughs> and, and we pulled up. You can imagine it, you know, like it's all quiet, you know, birds singing and all this stuff. Then a hundred cars pull up, you know, all these fucking drug fueled <laughs> Londoners. You we know, all, all these friendly people talking. You know, and we all went in the shop, and they, and yeah, and they would have newspapers with front page stories about where we've just been. You know, and, and I remember we bought the whole stack. Like, and that time, just for people who don't, might not know, it was a front cover. Journalists were at the party, weren't they? And obviously, yeah. For the shock horror headlines the next day, yeah. Totally. We're seeing them on the way home. Like, we haven't even got back home from the party. We're picking up a newspaper at like eight in the morning or something. But this particular one, it said it was a front page and it said spaced out. Yeah, yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. 20,000 yeah, people yeah, on acid. Yeah, 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 got it. So we'd pick that up and we'd be going, oh, look, we've just come from there. And, you know, the, the shopkeepers would just be shrinking backwards like, oh, my God. <laughs> it says 20,000 people on acid. <laughs> Are you dangerous? <laughs> but they realised we weren't dangerous, you know. Yeah. There was other times where we were driving along in a convoy, again, two, three in the morning, some dark country lane somewhere, about 100, 200 cars. And we came across um, an ar army convoy and they were transporting these, some sort of missiles or something, you know. And I'll never, I'll, I'll never forget the look in their, their eyes when they looked in that rear view mirror. Terror, saw all these headlights coming, thinking, what's going on there, you know? And then we look, we pulled in behind them. Being attacked or something. That's what I mean. It's like, like <laughs> it's like 100, 200 cars. They're like, what the? So and I remember pulling in behind them. I was leading the convoy on this particular day. I remember pulling behind them, you know, waiting for a spot because I've got 200 cars to get past these. These There's about five or six vehicles, you know. Yep. So we're waiting for my turn and then we just come past us bibbing, acid, acid. <laughs> All the soldiers are hanging out the windows going, acid, acid. Fun. It's a fun. And, and I yep. also say to people that although some of the stuff sounds like we're being aggressive, no, it was... It was done in a fun way. It was. It was never ever about aggression. It was I never. Frightening well, I always to never be, about know that. what's going on. But that was the furthest thing yeah. from our minds. I think we, we were just thing. like we're more like na naughty, you know, like yeah, the old the old Cicillian yeah. kind of thing, that old yeah, kind of English yeah, way, more of like you know, and and it was like that because you had yeah. you know you, you had it's your top 
you know, your tops, your toffs, then you had like, yeah, yeah, yeah everyone. Days, whites, fat, thin, rich, poor, every, every kind of corner of society. Everyone was touched, wasn't yeah. they? Every yeah. family. Carry, carry on England. Carry on England. Carry on England. Yeah, yeah. carry on yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carry, carry, imagine that. I mean, yeah, every single family was touched. And I think yeah. that was one of the ways when they first started doing those stories, I mean, they really demonized promoters, didn't they? They made them, oh, like you sell drugs to kids and, you know, you, you, you've got these places where police, you know, thugs are walking around with guns, keeping everyone locked in buildings and, yeah, 12-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and then there was other stories where they were actually trying to trip people out, you know, like they were planting these stories, stories like, oh, um, if you take uh, MDMA, the likelihood of you seeing giant spiders yeah, yeah. is really high. <laughs> That's well, a small little story I, in the sun, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I think the, I think the refreshing stuff. thing about it is now, though, is that now we can laugh about it, and, and we were there, so we, you know, we can we can we, we you know we can remember it. But for for people that I saw, for example, at the um, the Saatchi Gallery last year, where we were looking mm. at the you know the rave story thing, there it was just to see younger people, to see people that just didn't have a clue what it was about, to actually stand there, see some of the pictures, see, you know, not everything was there, you know, and some people will say that it doesn't really represent us or whatever, but there was enough information Something there, there to get, to get yeah. you know, a, a, a kind of an idea of what this was about, like you would for a punk exhibition or something. It's not like being yeah. there, but you could at least kind of imagine or try and get, drop yourself into that time. And, uh, and I just think that it's now, now people can actually look through these, you know, these media and the things that we're doing now and kind of actually realise what, how massive it was yeah. and, and what changes were made and how the polarisation that's going on now across the world is that we just need it. We just need a little bit more of that era, um, just in, in, you know, in politics, in all the different places that need that little sprinkling um, of, I wouldn't say sprinkling yeah, of totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, we are all like we are all the same yeah, obviously, Whereas, I don't know. know I feel like there's something already in the water yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad is what I'm saying it wasn't a bad yeah. idea yeah. you know and yeah. I, I think that you know without sounding too bohemian it wouldn't hurt would it you know for yeah people to, to kind of let go and, and be a little bit more like that and accepting of other people, other people's cultures, other people's way of life. And it doesn't take dropping three ecstasy tabs and going in the middle of a field to do that. You know, no. it's, yeah, it, it sure. is. And, and this is a way of us saying, look, come on, learn from this. this look, look where we are yeah. now with all your rules and all your, you know, drinking and this and that and the other is that this period and periods like it, you know, have shown that you can football hooligans dancing next to each other from yeah. rival teams that would be cutting up on a Saturday. You know, yeah, like, truce right. is cool. If <laughs> they right. saw you, if they saw you in the afternoon, you get your yeah. in. <laughs> but on that same night, on that very same evening, you bumped into them in the warehouse. <laughs> oh, good man! You're getting All a cuddle. Hold up, it's getting six a hug. Stop, yeah. Six yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, you're yeah. a time now. limit, <laughs> <laughs> mate. You got a pass. Until 10 a.m., all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until the other They're side. Like warriors, you got to get home. <laughs> warriors, come out. <laughs> but it's that. actually I'm, true. I've, I've seen it happen. That's my yeah. political... Um, yeah. No, but I did see that happen. I, I saw that with my own eyes I saw that different football hooligans hugging one yeah. another. Everything I just said, I, I saw, you know? Yeah. You know, it, it, it brought everybody together. White, yeah. black, brown, everything, football hooligan, totally. 
you know, villains, straight, you know, even bank robbery went down as well as football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken, so Ken Tuckerton, the head of the police pay party. That's cool. But also, yeah, yeah. Once, once, once the fog of like the, the um, whatever you took to help engender that spirit, but once yeah. that had all gone and now moving away from it, at least it brought that realisation to all of those things of how you can be. Yeah. Yeah, it gave you a vision. Again, you know, it doesn't have to be like that, and yeah. you've got more tolerance level, there's more integration within our uh, yeah. generation. I agree, Raven, definitely. Yeah. Which is, you know, that new generations have got to learn because they've been brought up polarized. Again. I think they will. After this, I think after this, you know, yeah, and that decade did more for race relations. You know, I that think they did more for race relations than 50 years yeah, yeah. of political race yeah. campaigns, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes, definitely. And I think it will come again after this period of like lockdown or whatever it is we're in at the moment. You know, I think next year, maybe the year after it, I think the baton will be taken on by the next generation. I kind That'd of feel nice. it in the water. I think it's there. I think, yeah. I think there's enough angst now uh, and enough of, uh, Especially of, of if all they this do kind it. of, you know, I think yeah. they're, no, I think the Especially rebellious. If they keep it peaceful, you know, if they keep it I think peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at all these. Look at, listen, I mean, I've said on, on the podcast before that over this summer, I was getting calls from America, from like New York Times, CBS, all these lot. And they was all asking me about the third summer of love that was currently happening in London. Right. Yeah. I was like, right. what? Yeah. Third right, summer yeah. of love? What are you talking about? <laughs> I've never heard of it. It's like, when? When? And they were like, no, it's happening right now. And I was yeah, like, right I, your must be, I must be so out of touch because I didn't know that we were currently going for a first York. summer of love. <laughs> so I don't know what they were talking about, but it there would be nice. Street parties and some, and some, uh, yeah, some free street parties. parties. On, That's nothing yeah, to what yeah, we're talking about. I think it's, it's anything at the moment for news, isn't it? For like anything yeah. to grab on. Um, but I, so I, obviously I you don't think this can happen again. I, I think well, you might can. actually. You, you, I think you can. I mean, the golden yeah, tools. Quite positive. Yeah, I, I've yeah. said this before about the technology that we had and what we did with it, uh, yeah. and how we how we managed to create such a, a, think, a like, mess you know, and noise with that limited one of, resources. One of, you know, one of the yeah. last legacies of what we did is the the making it. Except basically, we did we did parties, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And now that what we were doing is now every country has gone the same, hasn't it? They've all yeah. got their dance music party scenes. Everybody, the legacy of what we've done, we have spread around the yeah. world. It's lift you know, music I mean, now. Something to be proud of, you know. Like yeah. just forget it's lift music. Have parties have parties. Do you know what I mean? So that's. <laughs> Mate, it's lift music. You know what I mean. So like when I'm listening, you know you've arrived. You know you've arrived when you get into the lift. <laughs> you know, and they're playing like fucking dance music. It's like, okay. Easy listening. Yes, but Bert Becker does acid house. Yes. You know, yeah, we're, we're here. You know, we're here. And so you think there's a chance? And do you think it would be like drug fueled or technology fueled, maybe? I think it'd be a bit of both. I think yeah, you, yeah. you only have to think about some cyberpunk future, you know, yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got an emoji in front of your face mm. and you're on all this, or, you know, this is how I'm feeling or whatever. You can imagine yeah. that. You only have to yeah, I can imagine it. 20 years and, and, and think of that. I can imagine a, a, a place which we would only think of when we were kids that would be so futuristic, which yeah. is nearly, nearly in touch, isn't it? I mean, we'll have self-driving cars soon. We'll have this and that. And yeah. That. So in the next just, three years, self-driving trucks. Yeah. And England. I, I think, I think that there'll be an analog switch off. I think there'll be a yeah. a, a way that the kids will want to just 
disconnect Go back. from that connection yeah. and rebel yeah. it and say, no, tonight we're going analog yeah. and yeah, this yeah, is yeah, how it's yeah, going to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't mean that means they won't have the technology yeah. on and they won't be, but they'll want to enjoy themselves without selfieing. Sure. Without. Life is becoming more and more, it's a pressure cooker, pressure cooker, pressure yeah. cooker. And again, if you hold it down, it's got to pop up somewhere. So the, the ability and the want to go out and say, scratch the itch or lose yourself in whatever way it's always going to be there, there mm. and it has to be allowed to come forward yeah. otherwise it's the whole pressure cook is going to blow i, I know you're 100 percent right mate and I, I think the people and what was another thing of like us all talking now in our age and whatever the powers that be and most of the people who are at the top of the tree and whatever blah 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 are now our generation yeah and i would argue that most of them <laughs> it's have awful. Raved, <laughs> or been to a rave from cameron to whatever but they're all they're all know about it and whatever so yeah. you know it's You've got oh, yeah. that of people now running. Oh, stuff. Mickey Flanagan says, you know, yeah, um, out, out. He, he, yeah no, he says that, you know, it used to be when you were comedian, Mickey Flanagan. No, yeah, no. Out, so out. He, he says, you know, he, he, this is the social commentary in one, little, in one out, little joke, right? Is, is you know, when you're growing up, you used to hide the fact you were doing uh, drugs from your parents, and now your yeah. parents are hiding the fact that they're doing their drugs from their kids. You know, and this is that, that's a comment on society <laughs> as a whole, you know, all the kids yeah, from tofu and, and, and plant based food, whatever. You know, we can all yeah, joke yeah. about it, and he does it very well. <laughs> he does it in his inimitable style. Right. But it's bang on, it nailed but, on the head, yeah. it? whatever it is, whether it's just going to be good times, you know, whether it's going to be, a, you know, a, an Evian infused water that's going to take you where you want to go, who knows what the next one. Is, but I do feel that we we're in a similar place to we were back in the eighties, seventies, and eighties. That pressure, that feeling pressure, of pressure, like pressure, you know, pressure, and yeah, I do I do right. think it's going to come not yeah. not just in yeah. maybe this country, but globally because mm. it's all connected now. So when it does Something, happen, yeah. when it does happen, it's going to not just happen, say in London and or or Detroit mm. or wherever. It's gonna it's just going to be instant, and everyone's going to be like, yeah. and that and they want to watch out because that it's going to have. It's going to happen. Mass- it happened overnight, basically. Yeah, like this kid who got, you know, yeah. the, what's her name? The, the um, oh God, I can't remember. Thunberg. You know, or yeah, Thunberg. Yeah. yeah Thunberg. You know, Greta Thunberg, whatever. She's like, you know, she's trying to save mm. the world and she did it like that, you know, and, wow. and did a social media and there she is. And now we're, mm. we're talking about plastic and David Attenborough's getting on the TV saying things yeah, are ending. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a bigger yeah. big yeah. version yeah. of the phone lines, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's going to be global. No, we're going to do this. And I'm interested to see it. I hope I see it. Yeah, I hope, yeah I, I hope I do. I mean, going back to when the when I was watching that uh, "Let Me Be Your Fantasy" PA, and then everyone was locked in their own cubicles. Like when I looked at that, and and I was trying to vision visualize the future, and I was thinking, well, I can kind of see having like those cubicles and maybe having some kind of like holograms or augmented reality or something yeah. like that, which basically comes to you in the tube. So it might not necessarily be up on a stage. Yeah. It's basically it's in that box with you. You know, you know what I mean. I, I see that kind of stuff, and that being like linked to your brain neurally or something like that. And you could be at the party, and you're not at the party, you know, but you're all there. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be anywhere in some Mate. slum or some rich house or whatever, yeah. but you're all in the community online. Because look, I'm I'm in the restaurant game. People, kids now don't phone up to book a table. They want to book it online. They want to do this. Everything's like so that we can't fight against it. That's the way it's going. They're becoming yeah. much more, you know you know, uh, introvert in that way, but they're, they're, they're connected more than we ever were, but they're happy to do it that way. You know, they're happy sure. to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Through, well, like, it's maybe not, it's, maybe it's they'll nothing. think in the future and the text message will send them. So who says they're going to be in a warehouse? Who says they're going to be in there? They might be being naughty in That'd there. That'd be nuts, wouldn't it? You know, Can you uh, imagine everyone would be uh, like hologram in a big warehouse? Yeah. Breaking, in, breaking into warehouses like 
but right. not for real. But doing those yeah. experiences, doing those crazy things. That'd be like a Westworld. Be on... That'd be like a Westworld program. You know, you can Maybe go on another planet. Maybe they're going to some <laughs> planet, right? They go to some planet. It's a VR planet where they're going to party. The thing is, you know, like the, the thing is about that, if that was to happen, that means that they are, they somebody else has to provide them for that. Yeah. What we did is we just went out yeah. and we created our own thing. Why, why? That is a world where it's Westworld, where something, there is a bigger thing that's actually yeah, but giving them that. You, yeah. No, no, but you could release. be that promoter. You could be like the digital promoter, right? Who's got a crack into this computer system and can all join tonight at eight o'clock, right? And then once you join and you get online and then you get your, you get your buzz um, text over to you and that's it, you're in. De- Rich, we're definitely going to know who the hackers are, so I think we'd be all right. It's not for us. It's not for us. It's not for us. It's for the next lot. We'll find some back doors. We'll find some back doors, mate. <laughs> well, you know, we, we, it's still incumbent as well. It's yeah. incumbent upon us to provide entertainment for all the, yeah. all the people that we have created who now want to go out and scratch. Sure. Yeah. And let's and talk about that because obviously now, because you still do parties. Yeah, I've, I've, obviously I've, now I've, everything's changed. So what, yeah. what's it like now to do parties with all these right. COVID restrictions? Obviously, I've, I've kept a close eye on it. And obviously you've got these socially distanced events and we're, we're all aware of like places like um, a place up in Cuffley where you've had two Centre Falls parties, um, a Clockwork Orange party. And there's loads about, you know, your more clued up venues are doing socially distant barbecues, drummer-based barbecues and all that sort of wow. stuff. So I've, I've been to those events and I've looked at how they've happened um i'm happy to put one on um the cause on the first of november because i'm happy that i will be offering my rain dance people yeah they they know what to expect from you they will be able to enjoy themselves there because i've seen that the moment i mean i'm going to go there weekly and see what lockdown happens and if it it ends up that um the product that they're going to be allowed to provide is i don't think up to scratch then i will cancel the event yeah, you for know, sure. The people sure. will follow me, follow that, and they're not going to be upset about it because they know we're trying to push to keep the door open totally rather than being completely sat on. But and it like, must be okay. quite expensive now as well. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to yeah, need all the extra security. You've got less people, so you know, you're not earning as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your break evens are all over the place because yeah. your capacity is way down. There's one advantage in that um, you only have to work, like I'm a multi-arena event, but now I can only do a one-arena event. Okay. okay so, yeah, but, yeah. So that like, saves you on five times the DJs. Totally. <laughs> and, and also, mo- our crowd as well are, are of an age where they're musically literate. So they can go yeah. on a journey from 88 through to like um, upfront drum and bass or whatever. If it's yeah. presented correctly musically, you can get away with that. So obviously your costs have gone down that way. But your capacity is like the one I'm proposing is 250 people. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it, it's kind of 40 tables, 40 tables of six that we're doing. But I've and seen what, it. What in act- what's that? Under quid a ticket? I mean, uh, we're charging 15 quid a ticket. 15 quid. You know, so, you know, we're, so we're not. We're not yeah, you're not you know, kicking them in the bollocks. No, it's, it's me and my partner <laughs> doing it. It's rain dancing, it's kapow. So if it all sells out, we'll go away with a few quid that makes it worth our while doing it. Yeah. They, they are happy. They, they scratch their itch. The venue is still surviving and keeping on going, you know. Sure. But we're actually, you know, we're still here. We haven't given up. No, mate. You know? And, that, and, and you've still got the energy for it, mate. You've That's still right. got the love for it. You're doing it with your podcast. Pez is doing it yeah. with it. We're doing culture culture. I'm still doing it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And, and that's what another thing we should speak about. Yeah. I mean, you you guys, you do you do your um, art exhibitions as well, don't you? 
that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So at the moment we've got um, the Colts culture books. We've got book one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cut to culture book. So let's talk, let's talk about the books because yeah, I also culture. want to promote what you're doing now as well. So you, so the Cut to culture book we can get so that book right the, now. Last year we bought out the two books. So the first one was Colts culture book one, which was basically a series of photographs covering a period uh, of rain dance history. So uh, in there, um, Skippy uh, was yeah, a photographer, was a wasn't he? Friend of mine who died, but he used to take photos. So we put um, some of his history of pictures. Homage, nice. To do with the, yeah, that's it. To do with the Jenkins Lane period of, of rain dance. So that book was out there. And then the second one was um, the Jenkins Lane period of rain dance, but featuring all of Steve's artwork yeah so basically it's nice. like a scrapbook of why i you know so each of my flyers i did for the jenkins lane era um and the stage sets and all the things i used to do a lot of people didn't know i did that so all the stage sets all the backdrops sure. that used to hang no, up i in, didn't know you did that in the parties in well dance rain dance all of them used to do them. but so that, that they awesome. were sort of like it was a behind the scenes look from my point of view why i painted that flyer yeah. what it was like to be there at the time you know and and it's kind of like a little a5 yeah. like fanzine things that's book two it's, it's a way um, of now getting, we're doing we're yes. looking at doing book well, three which I mean, is uh, jungle fever yeah i mean um, what nice. we're doing is we're they're, they're little niche coffee table books that tell tales that would never ever see the light of day under current publishing because there's the same way we're doing this mainstream publishing yeah. so there tell a little story the next one would be idea, my period when i started jungle fever before i left them and then went back to doing rain dance so there'll be that period. Um, nice one. Because again, rain grant, rain grant. Because <laughs> again, rain dance. Basically, they they grew and you grew into a massive brand where it wasn't just house music. You incorporated the jungle at the very early stages as well. You were playing the jungle when it started. Jungle and drum. Yeah, and bass. it was. It wasn't known then, was it? It basically yeah, wasn't. No, no one knew what it was called. It was, yeah. uh, the DJs maybe were calling yeah. that, but nobody. You certainly didn't have a no, jungle. Yeah, arena didn't have a label. Or, no. you know I mean, it, no. it was it was hardcore, wasn't it? and then like we hardcore. We, that's right. Handbag you know, house. We, we blew like up. We blew up at Easter '92. Uh, Rain dance. Rain that run it with it for a while and went into the ground. I then morphed into following the baseline as my ear did, on, and I started Jungle Fever. So, you know, oh, I did, did that for a period. And then, uh, then and I went again, back. Jungle Fever grew to a massive brand. I mean, you're one of the leading brands in the game. You know, so we can't underestimate that. When we did it, you know, I'll, I'll fly my own flag for a bit. When we did Jungle Fever, I came away from the rain dance world where I was known on a, a bigger level because I was yeah. the face of rain dance around the country. So that meant that I was able to go to anybody and um, walk into a venue and... and have a history it's where they would like talk to us definitely because my partner was phil call fm right yeah so he, he was street level right and they, yeah. no way would he be able to talk to those people so yeah. i brought that to the table of jungle fever got us into that world and i understand that world. Awesome. but also we used all the uh, the bbc props wow. we had like connections with the, with the bbc props Street department. so we did oh, the jungle fever, all themed parties so there was horror awesome. there was um indiana jones there was romans. um romans there was no uh, way, man and all that so all, they were all themed parties etc wow and, and this is what year is this this is like 93 like or something 93, august 93 yeah. so so we, one it was new venues which yeah. i was able to break new music New, yeah, totally new music, but not messed around. This is, was purely jungle. Get on with yeah. it instead of yeah. like breaking. And it was British as well. Yeah. And that was the other development, wasn't it? Right. This so was a purely British developed sound. British, you know, and a complete cross culture. It wasn't urban yeah. and black, which like yeah. elements oh, no. kidnapped. Oh, yeah. no, it was everybody. <laughs> yeah. it, it, 
was, it was of that, but we, so we had new venues, um, brilliant production values, etc., and also cut out flyers. So I'm to blame yeah, for that cool. whole period where everyone was producing cut out flyers. Which I produced the flyers. Yeah, he was doing that. Was so those, was, was those giant flyers? Because you started doing those giant flyers at one time, didn't you? That's they it, were yeah, massive. Are, they were like the biggest. First, first it was A4, wasn't it? And then... Yeah, and we went stupid, yeah. yeah. And then it was just <laughs> like... A little, story, a little anecdotal story about the props yeah. from uh, this place. So before he'd done uh, Jungle Fever and had all the props, uh, the connection at uh, the prop studios where they do all the films and stuff, L Street Studios, they had at Arena Essex, I think it was, yeah, yeah. on stage. They had oh, the yeah, arc yeah, yeah, yeah. from Indiana Jones, right? No way. <laughs> yeah, like because obviously when they make the film, they have like probably 10 or 12 arcs or whatever, don't For they? Sure. Different yeah, yeah. Scene. So this one's on, the, it's a golden arc, right? And it's on the stage. Wow, anyway, so at the end of the party, I, I had the ump about something. I was pulling down my backdrops, this and the other. Maybe, maybe I didn't get paid or something, yeah. whatever. Or I was yeah. being cheeky. Anyway, we nicked the arc. The Indiana Jones arc, stuck Shut it in the back up. of the Mazda van with Shut everyone. About six of us, seven of us in the Mazda van. All <laughs> so we got, we got the stage set and we got the arc. Anyway, the arc, same. Oh. We had a, we had a, a at the time, we were living in, a, in a, my mate Carmen's house, and he had a bay window in in the uh, in the in the semi-detached house. The ark sat in the window. <laughs> no way! <laughs> it like, and it's like one of those houses you talked about, Paul and Dave's house, right? Like it's just South London. So everyone yeah. would be around the weather. And going, What's that? It's the ark, isn't it? No <laughs> you know? way, mate! No, about three Classic. or four weeks later, the, the, it's all come a tumble, and we get a call. Um, Hi, this is uh, L Street Film Studios, uh, prop department. Um, <laughs> someone's given me your number, as you might know the whereabouts of the Ark. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you return the Ark, uh, no more will be said about there's it. A, there's a chapter title. Yeah, bit yeah involved, there's the Ark. So, yeah, so yeah, anyway, so there, there we are, back in the Mazda van with the Ark, trundled down to L Street one damp Monday morning. It's returning just, Indiana Jones is just a shame you didn't Excellent. get the box on the way on from oh, the just put in place. Imagine yeah. me yeah. the police. Yeah. 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 So yeah, what's it's that? The yeah. Dark, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so oh, yeah. Mate. But I wish yeah, I wish I hadn't given it back. Yeah. yeah, but I mean you have to, don't you? You have to do what you gotta do, was, mate. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you've done that. So you got all the books. Where can where can they get the books? So they're on um, my website, which is PezLondon.com. Mm. But there's all sorts of other things as well. You can get Pez prints and Pez artwork and different things. Yeah. Um, and there's also cultureculture.com. Um, and and yeah. you, you still do commissions, don't you? I mean, you're, you're, you're out there. You do loads of prints and stuff. Yeah, do you, do, do you still do commissions? Yeah, I do original artwork, you know, new artwork as well. There's nothing to do with uh, rave artwork. I'm yeah. busy running restaurants at the minute as well. So that's kind of keeps me busy. But okay. um, the artwork is what keeps me sane. Uh, Did you so do I, that um, Beyond Therapy? Did you do the Beyond Therapy yeah. flyer? Maybe, maybe imagine if the conspiracy that, yeah. theorist or whatever his name yeah, was. Yeah, imagine if they saw that. They're eating babies. Let's give it a little window into the Beyond Therapy flyer quickly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know the Beyond Therapy flyer, everybody. It's um, a picture of two babies that are really happy uh, and they're looking they're at really each other happy. in the sky <laughs> and they're reaching out Michelangelo style to each other, all beaming smiles, but they're cut in half like you know i've done a kind of bibby section on them it's like a 3d type thing isn't it you know? yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. What, what you like a damien hurst on them yeah, yeah before yes. before he did the Suspended sheep so i reckon that damien yeah, went to one of the pies saw the flyers like right sheep and uh so 
there we were, it's, it's, it's back in the day. So I'm trying to do this fly, which I said I could do uh, for uh, Beyond Therapy. And so I've gone out and uh, I've, I've trying to find some, you couldn't go online then, there was no online. No, so there was no around, internet, yeah. I'm going around charity shops, I've done the library to death, I know what's in there. And so I'm trying to find old magazines or things, flick through and try and find something that's going to inspire, you know, what I'm thinking. I want something beyond therapy. Anyway, so I see this kind of, I can't remember if it was a science magazine or a family magazine or a baby magazine, whatever. And I've seen these two babies sitting there, like pointing at each other. And so that's it. I've gone to my uh, friend at the time. We was out and about a, a girl called Rainer and we were sort of just wandering around South End. And so then we've gone back and I've gone, well, I've, I've put it, I've put these, cut these babies out and I put them on my spacey background. Um, but it just wasn't enough mm-hmm. to like to disturb because that was the idea. It's yeah, like it's got to disturb. It's got to like <laughs> disrupt. What's this about? What's what's you know? It's got to be. It's got to be quirky. It's got to be like it's not. Yeah. It's not hitting yeah. my spot. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. I just got my scalpel out. You know, because we use them back in the day for to yeah. doing artwork. And um, I've just trimmed the little hand off of one and moved that across. Yeah. Then I've cut them both in half, moved them across. And I goes, that's it. That's it done. Excellent. Job done. Job done. Excellent. And then, I, then they come around and pick it up and they've gone, what's wrong with you, man? I go, yeah, that's it. And You're sick in that's, the head. That's, that's a bit dark, isn't it? I go, no, no, trust me, go with it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so it's gone out there. And I didn't realise, like you said, they were going to do them on these big posters. Like A2 posters, like what? And people are like going around with 150 posters on their arm. Yeah, no, that. Like, oh, like, mate, those but posters. For me, like my, my second flyer that was, a uh, third wow. flyer. Amazing. Um, that to go like for, for the boys, like to put that out, like in like that, that. And, and the flyers that big. I was just yeah. all like, oh, that's anyway. all city, man. That is all city, dude. So we're coming out. Of, we're coming out of the, probably one of your parties or, or, or Jarvis's parties or whatever. We're coming. We're coming out, and there's a couple of coppers there. They with their token coppers, just like scratching their heads, like in cold. Yeah. Just yeah. Anyway, they've been handed one of these flyers, and I have just. I've told this story before. I've happened to just be there yeah. when this copper gets this yeah. little flyer with Beyond Fairby on, his, and he's he's like literally so man and gone. What is wrong with these people? <laughs> <laughs> oh what a moment, mate! And it was just—it was just really just that's how we were. We were Sorry. the babies. That was us. Classic we moment. were we were the disaffected, cut-up people from society all together mm. in this euphoric background mm. and like cool. just and happy to be together. Nothing was going to stop us smiling, even being Sorry. cut in half. <laughs> it's even like it's even like when um just uh, just uh, I've digressed slightly uh, when I left the uh, Slough Panasonic building New Year's Eve yeah 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 love that and there was a police T van outside an official police T van you know <laughs> and I went past and I was walking past and he said uh, and it was about eight o'clock in the morning or whatever and he said oh he said oh happy New Year he said would you like a cup of coffee <laughs> so, I, so I stopped at first you think. <laughs> Is he setting me up here? You know, going to walk near the van and they're going to just run around and grab hold of me or something, you know? Because that night I'd run through, uh, when, when I arrived at the, at the warehouse, there was an interlocked chain of policemen and soldiers. You know what I mean? So I'd run through that. So that's why I was got a bit paranoid. But then give me a tin. I was like, oh, happy new year. And I just wandered off drinking my tea. Just looking back at this official police tea truck, you know? Oh, it's cool. just some mad moments that just spring out of nowhere, you know. And well, like the flyer that you're speaking observers, about, weren't they? They were just observers, weren't they? Yeah, they're just observers. Like, they they like, didn't care. They were scratching their head, going, "Like, yeah. why, why, why are we here?" More than anything yeah. else, what, 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 what they don't need. I've got a yeah. police van, and then that means that the instructions from on on high are to let this party happen, and they're yeah. not just observed. Not yeah, it's come from high up. People, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. after Trafalgar Square at Radlett, like we were tearing it down, and we were tearing it down speaker by speaker. 
yeah. and still thousands of people were there when we were down to one speaker and still yeah, people were there. So then that eventually Excellent. drifted away. We put the final box away and then we were like, okay, well, we're going to get arrested now. Right, yeah. we got in, started driving out and they said, good morning, good luck, lads. And we're going, yes, yeah, we we This is Slough, yeah? You know what I mean, yeah. Excellent. No, this is the Radlett one. We didn't oh, Radlett, yes. I don't think we got arrested at uh, Slough either. But, um, yes, mate. You just got used to it, like, you know, it was like... Yeah. I think that was few of you, like, they're just getting out of their system. Yeah, right? like, well, I should say, just getting back to what you said about the, just to finish on the Beyond Therapy flyer, um, Pez, yeah, is that, and you were right, yeah? Just for the people that are listening, is you were right. That was an amazing flyer, mate. It stood out. That's that had a high impact on the whole culture. We were just like, wow. And it wasn't the first thing to mind. Wasn't this geezer sick in the head? <laughs> you know, it was. It was like, yeah. It was. It was like a representation of like consciousness. You know, the joining yeah. of consciousness. It was, you know, it was on a high level, mate. So it was just for us. It was just hats for off us. for that flyer, mate. I was mate. just hats trying to get something that, that was speaking what I was feeling and what yeah. everyone else was feeling. It and worked, that, was, that was my job. And I was really fortunate, I yeah. must admit, you know, to go back, is that coming yeah. out of biology and getting a piece of like photocopy paper and going, I can do better than this. Come on. And, oh, uh, and, nice and, and I was just, focus. I wanted to just try and encapsulate how we was all feeling somehow. <laughs> and I hopefully did pretty good job oh, you did mate you did well mate you did well and to think that some of those flyers and some of the artwork they can actually get on your website now yeah that, would that yeah be so you can get in all sorts of shapes and forms yeah. you can get cushions if you want you know yeah, if yeah, you got fully like, merged out you've got some good stuff mate excellent that's all the ones you did as well you've gone yeah. into yeah. soft furnishing yeah. soft yeah. <laughs> What's them smileys in the background there? That's, uh, there is, isn't there, Richard? So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Richard, yeah, yeah. yeah. Richard, you embraced those smileys, didn't you, mate? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. This is the new, the newer stuff. Look oh, it. I really like that, man. I, I tell you what, I saw that on your website, mate. I love that, mate. I yeah, love that. Yeah, that is cool. I'll have to get a question off you. Um, Definitely. Yeah. I really love that. So. So, lads, so what do you think of the future now? I mean, we already kind of discussed the future, how we think the raves and that are going to be. Mm. But do you think, I mean, for you, Pez, I mean, you're still doing the commissions. You're still yeah. doing lots of things in the artwork. You've got books coming out. You've got new books coming out. Um, for, for you, Richard, well, I've got, you know, I've got you're doing parties. How often do you think you could, well, obviously, this one in November is a test for you, isn't it? Yeah. Other than and that, what, like before... Before COVID, uh, Rain Dance, we did the birthday, my birthday party at Heaven. So the big venue, because all the original yeah, raves were in Heaven, mm. so the ideal venue. venue. We yeah. did that, and um, um, so Rain Dance will go back to Heaven. We've got a date proposed okay. of the uh, 21st of April, uh, sorry, 21st of February next year at Heaven. I would suspect, because that's within the six months of nothing changes, that yeah. that will go out the window. But moving forward, Rain Dance will look to be doing regular parties at Heaven, that sort of Excellent. thing. And then, like Kapow, my little new drum and bass thing that I do with my partner, uh, DJ. Okay, what's Scott. that? Tell us about that. Um, it's uh, Kapow. Kapow, okay. Excellent. Again, the first one that we did, it, again, I love a themed party. So we did it based on the 1960s Batman and Robin, Kapow. Nice. So we oh, did, okay. Um, yeah, you know, it was a themed cool. party backdrops and all sorts of stuff and visuals and cutouts fun mate it's cool. a lot of fun so we'll be doing that with Kapow and that's like rolling drum and bass which i love so i'm going to see uh, where and I how can you and where can people get to get more information on that one 
Um, I, I couldn't tell you at the moment, Wayne, because okay, yeah, okay. you caught me cock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not mainframe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, it's, 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 uh, just put it, go into Kapow, um, yeah. and it'll, it'll, it'll come up. But, and what about, um, well, how can people get hold of you, Richard? I mean, rain, is, there a rain, is there a Rain Dance website? And There are lots of things out there, Wayne, that okay. other people run for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know, I know. Because I, know. I still keep, yeah. I keep things separated. There is a bit of degrees you do what you're good at mate between me and yeah well, that's fair mate that's fair you, that's you, do, you do what you're good at mate it's on social media just, <laughs> yeah. so it's just, just yeah. i'm on the internet yeah it'll be i think i'm there as richard rain yeah, yeah i mean rain dance i'm sure you've got Bonnie a website Parker. So yeah, I'm, sure you've got, I'm sure you've got a website. It's all out there, Wayne. It's all out there. But anyway, you are on social media. You've got, you've got yeah, groups and stuff on Facebook. Just for, you, just for you, exactly. It's called Rain Dance Rave on social media, if you want to go and <laughs> check it go. out. And, uh, yeah, and, and you've got a party on the 1st of November, Cause in Tottenham. Cause in Tottenham. And that is Sunday, and it's from 4 o'clock until 10 o'clock, socially Excellent. distanced at the Cause in Tottenham. And, and when's, the, uh, when's your new book coming out? Right, doing the Jungle Fever one, hopefully before yeah, the end of the year. before Christmas. All the okay, stuff before there. Christmas, wow. And stuff. the other yeah. thing is, is that the rain dance, which would usually be happening in February, the slightly late yeah. Valentine's Ball, yeah. um, we, oh, yeah, well, we, right, we yeah. somehow kind of lost it's, it's, um, a so piece of, we lost a piece of artwork, artwork for it, right? So. We lost a piece of artwork <laughs> for 28 years, yep. right? No way. I did it for rain dance, and it was probably my best rain dance piece, actually. Anyway, so the reason it went missing in our collective consciousness was because it never got printed as a flyer. Because so therefore, it never there was no evidence of it being this extra piece of paper. Yeah. So here it is. This is the oh, piece wow. of paper, right? Oh, cool. Yes, that's a really nice piece. Anyway, so and this how old is um, that? 28, 28 years. So 28 it turned years, up mate. on the back of a Blaze magazine as an advert, right? So it obviously got out there just as an advert. Yeah. Never happened. I think Ray put it out as an advert at some point. Um, so anyway, I've managed to get that back, reclaim it, uh, wow. and and get it get it up to it. spec for the next rain dance. Yeah, so so, so nice. after twenty eight years of it being in hiding, it's now going to be the next rain dance flyer. So here so, we go again. Oh, cool. So one, <laughs> one, once we can here we go. in ten years time. So Richard. once we can gather again, <laughs> once we can gather properly after the COVID or whatever, um, so, yeah, that I mean, will the, the slightly late Valentine's ball will have the. Uh, Look, I mean, it's got a ball in there. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. <laughs> Look, it's got a ball. <laughs> it's got a ball. That's it. Done job. And um, right, so, mate. yeah, so therefore, yeah, that, that was quite interesting this year. So I, I I found a piece of artwork that I didn't know I had. Very cool. Very well, cool. What, nothing else. I'm just going to be doing, carrying on doing parties. Just doing parties. That's your thing. Parties, mate. That's good. So if anyone wants to get hold of you, if anyone wants any, any information, you can go on social media. I do recommend getting their books because their books are a, a, a great documentation of that period in history. Right. Uh, again, otherwise, so yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, I know, you, but, you, but, you know, but Richard's always low key. Richard is always low. He always undersells himself. So we're going to sell for him. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, get the get the books. Cut to culture. Look out for the jungle fever. Go to the go to the website. Look out for my social media. Join these events and put your name down on the list. The thing about it. If there's anyone going to be doing parties, you know, yeah. I mean, the Rave of the Cave Boys, they're doing, they're going to be doing some parties. I'm working with Richard. Well, working with him on those, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Steve, with Steve, you're working with Steve, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Steve. yeah. So there you go. So these lads are going to be doing parties, so put your name down on their mailing list. It's worth doing. Again, with Pez, he does loads of commissions. You can buy loads of artwork from his website. And generally, they're about 
they're accessible. Yeah, and if you go on Instagram, um, there's at Pez Flyers, right? Uh, at Pez Flyers. You will just see all, well, I'm only up to about 1993 at the moment. And, 93 Flyers. Yes, and there's, and, well, I'm only up to like the year 93. Yeah, so up to, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, if you're only no, up to the year 93. And I think, yeah, and I think the, <laughs> the thing about it is that what people don't, one, one of the things I come across now in particular is that obviously people don't realise that I did that particular flower, that one or that one, like yeah. World Dance, Rain Dance, yeah. Boomscape, all these different ones. And so by going onto the flyer page, which is just the flyers, right, or sketches from the flyers, you go, wow, okay, so this guy did quite a few yeah. then. <laughs> so even even me, about. I'm like, wow, yeah. People send me pictures of flyers yeah. and stuff and go, oh, did you do this one? Go, oh, yeah, I did yeah. that one as well. That's it. That's it. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, so if you want to check out exactly, you know, how many flyers there are or, or keep track on as they get released now, as I'm putting them up there each week, um, you, you'll, you'll get to see the full collection eventually when we get up to 2,000. Um, and, and then that'll be it. So, yeah, if you want to have a little look, that, that's it at Pez Flyers. Cool. There you go. Excellent. Well, Les, I mean, it's been really inspiring. Again, when I, when I do these podcasts, it is for future. You know, it's not necessarily, it is for us, but it's more for people in the future so they understand. Because the amount of students that I get that contact me and say, oh, you know, can I interview you for my coursework and stuff like this? So all of this will present, will be, will form the basis of, you know, a further education for so many different people. So I'm really happy that you came on and we've definitely got to get you on board again. And I will definitely see you at the next party. <laughs> Thanks for being Thank on, lads, yeah? All right, listen, Thank you, I'm going to cut off. Thanks for having us, all right? Yeah, good, right. Thanks right. for having us. Do you think it's a, it, anything it, to do it, with a certain religion, do you think? No, is there anything is it? like that? No, it's no, more to do no. with a kind of a drug, isn't it? It's a drug. Yeah, well, those that take it want to be, ought to be ashamed well. of themselves. According to The Sun, there were thousands of empty ecstasy wrappers littering the floor of the 250-foot-long hangar. Drugs, sex, sensation. Some newspapers have called Acid House Music a sinister and evil cult which lures young people into drug-taking. The message is certainly getting across. The organisers kept the location secret until the very last moment, which was the main reason, according to the papers, where there were so few police here and they were unable to act. Drug-crazed kids, some as young as 12, boogied for eight hours yesterday at Britain's biggest ever ecstasy bash. The party took place here, infiltrated by reporters from the Mail and the Sun. There's, there's meant to be a drugs-related craze. What do you know about acid house music? It must affect the brain in some way. Unless it's just the music that That's does it. it. All them lights flashing don't do you any good either, do it? <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't even go in the no. pub where them lights are. Oh, no, they drive no. you mad, don't they?